Your favourite film is awful, the weekly show where we take your favourite films and recent releases and defend them against negative reviews. As always, I am Luke MJ Powell, and with me today, the one and only, it's Charlie Lilly. How are you doing, Charlie? I'm good, my man. How about yourself? I am very well. It's just us today. Original flavour, your favourite film is awful. Yeah. Back to the yeah. old school days, without sure. Back to the old school Yeah, who anyway. needs him? Who needs him? Nah, it's great. It's, it's lovely lad. He'll be yeah, missed. But... Yeah. You just had a holiday. He's got a holiday. It's, true. it's my turn next. That's, you, that's it what actually we need is to take though, away isn't it? I think yours is coming up soon, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Holiday, so, well, yeah, yeah. depending on if we ever manage to record these ahead of schedule, unlikely. Yes. Yeah, right. Unlikely. So the title says, Is Shang-Chi awful? So, first thing first, Charlie, what is the plot synopsis? Sum up that plot for me. Go ahead. You'd think, like, by this time, I would remember <laughs> to just prepare something for the plot synopsis. But, again, I forget. <laughs> Every fucking week. But, the plot synopsis of Shang-Chi is essentially about a, uh, a guy name is uh, Sean, I believe. Sean. Yeah, Sean at the beginning. Sean, he... Uh, has basically he lives in America. Whereabouts in America is he? I San, believe it's San Francisco. San Francisco, isn't it? Um, where he, you know, he was forced in exile to <laughs> to America to San Francisco as a kid, uh, or escaped, if you will, um, yeah, yeah. to get away from his uh, evil father, played by the great Tony Lung, um, who is uh, essentially like a warlord who's lived forever. Um, and uh, he has sent uh, a group of goons to take this uh, pearl necklace that Sean has yeah, given by his, by his late mother mm-hmm. um, because the father believes that his mother is still alive and um, he, you know, be, she can be brought back to life. However, <laughs> Sean knows... That this is some evil dark magic that if he actually tries to bring his mother back, it will open up a portal of demons. I feel like that's pretty much the (laughs) plot synopsis of Shang-Chi. I mean, that is the plot synopsis of Shang-Chi from a person who evidently did not prepare to do a plot synopsis of (laughs) Shang-Chi. It was just like, uh, yeah, this happens. And oh, by the way, the mother's dead. Um, and and he knows he knows that this is a thing. Yes, it was beautiful. Yes. Was I tried my best. I mean, mostly it's just about a guy who you know his dad has these ten rings that give him like immortal power, and his dad tries to recruit him to this like gangster organization, and it doesn't go well. There. Doesn't go well. Yeah. Doesn't. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. Um, yeah, basically, to like <laughs> strip it down to its basics. Yeah. yeah. Reluctant hero. And legendary baddie fight. So we're going to go into our first review. It is an extract from a longer review, but for some reason, some critical reviews, if they're on like big newspapers, are like, "Hey, pay us." Come on, guys! Like, there's yeah, I've seen that. It's just it's annoying. And so, like, I can I can go on a couple of websites like three times, and then it's like, "Cool, money now." And I'm like, oh. so you just get an extract. 
This is from Maya Phillips. The film uses the superficial markers of Asian culture and filmmaking without presenting anything unique in its Marvel take on that tradition. And, th and that's all I got for, for free. So that's all you get. <laughs> yeah, I can't, uh, can't, dis can't really disagree with that, to be honest with you. Hmm. Um, I don't think it does anything new with those uh, tropes, if you will. Um, I think it does play sort of by the book in that sense. It doesn't really do anything new with that. Um, I guess the only thing I would say is that this is a big budget Marvel movie that is Asian led. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I it's guess one that of those kind that of makes it different. Yeah, it's one of those that even though you can't disagree, that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's not mm. a negative to do those tropes, but with a bigger budget, so they can breathe life into it. It's yeah. it's less about like showing something unique and more showing that same thing, but with a big, bigger budget, bigger visionary CGI ability. Yeah. Um. So you're right, Maya, but you're also wrong. <laughs> okay, that that was like the serious little preview. Let, let's let's dial it back a bit. Let's let's go into Jace Roko's one star review. They started off with what I liked and dislike. I liked decent watchable fight scenes, and and I think we agree. Yep, they were they were they were fun. Particularly the yeah. the bus scene, I thought was really good. Um, I really liked the bus scene, and I really liked the like on the the side of the skyscraper esque construction yeah, that was fun scaffolding were, thing. That was fun. I enjoyed that. I think what I liked about the sort of the bus sequence was that it made a really good use of the sort of side character that doesn't have any powers kind of thing. I think usually mm. in a lot of these movies they struggle with like what to do with that character. But I think uh, Ukafina was like, it was really great in that scene. I liked that she was trying to like steer the bus whilst he was fighting the people. I thought that was a really nice team. I thought there was some really good tension. I think it was probably mm. one of my favourite scenes of the movie, um, where because I actually felt really intense, like really tense through that whole scene. Um, yes. And also, it's the first time you see him kick, kick ass. some ass. So you're like, well, okay, this yeah, is yeah. this is cool. I wasn't expecting this. Uh, like, a thought that's journey. just occurred to me now is that it's almost a mix between nobody and speed. Yeah. Where the side <laughs> character drives the bus, but nobody kicks some ass. Yeah. No, it's true, actually. It was like that. <laughs> okay, but now into what Jace disliked. Uh, I disliked the plot and how it was told and edited. That's the first point. The first point is just, I didn't like the film. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I don't think... I know what he means by the way he, it's told. I do think mm. that it cuts back to flashbacks too much. Um, yes. In terms of the way it's structured, I think it's a bit messy. It kind of feels a bit too long, um, even though it's not that long. I mean, it is kind of long, actually. It's like it is hours. quite long. Yeah, it's quite long for a Marvel movie. Um, but it, it's just for a movie. Yeah, yeah, that is also true. It doesn't. I think that's what I'm intrigued by with Venom, the new Venom, because it's 90 mm. minutes. Oh, um, the new Venom Ooh. movie. I imagine so that's like, just going to be crazy. Like, though. It's been a long time since we've had a 90 minute film. Super, super yes. Um 
but yeah, so, uh, what was I saying? Yeah, I do think the, the structure in it was really weird. Mm. I feel like, um, it kind of kept, it kept, I was like, oh, here we go. It kind of ruined the momentum of the fight scenes and stuff that were pushing the plot forward. Yeah. Um, to keep going back. I, and I, yeah, go on. I especially felt that in the cage fight before, mm. uh, Jailing d- delivers the final kick, she has the flashback of, oh, we'll be back in a couple days. And then that flashback ends, she kicks him. And then in the immediate scene next, she's like, you didn't, do you know what he said to me when he left? He said that he'll be back to, to save me in, in three days. Uh, and he didn't, he, he, he took six years. And it's like, you, you just told me this information. Yeah, Why are you telling me a lot it again? On, that happens a lot in this film. A lot of mm. characters, like you get shown it and then they lot the characters like spell it out to you again. You're like, yeah. You just showed me that. Like, why? Why am I? Why are you? Why yeah, is that character telling the other character that now? Like, it, it, even one or the other. You know, it's mm-hmm. kind of it was kind of weird. Um, they they just gave different scripts to the the teams. They were like, oh yeah, camera team A, here's these scenes. Camera team B, these scenes. But they didn't check those scripts to see where they overlapped. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I do. I must. I think the only thing I would say. Um, I do like that it goes a bit weirder than some of the Marvel stuff has before. Maybe not the Guardian stuff, but like it goes more like a fantastical, mm. you know, in terms of, you know, well, yeah, it's got mythical beasts like uh, Morris, stuff. the faceless furball with wings. Yeah. I thought that was cool. I just feel like, I feel like we could have even done more of that almost. Mm. Um, I like that it kind of builds up to that, reveals it. Yeah. Um, it it's happened quite a few times recently, but this is definitely another one of those. It's two films in one situations mm. where it gets to the halfway point, and it's like, oh, this isn't a film mm. about a reluctant hero who must defeat his dad. It's a hero has to stop his dad from unleashing a mega soul sucker. Yeah, I, it, it does kind of... Oh, do you know what? I'm really trying to be... I'm trying not to be too too negative on this because there's parts of it I think are really fun. Um, mm. I think it's really difficult to not include my Marvel fatigue um, in this and talk about that in the sense that I need something really different. And yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll this... talk more about the fatigue in a bit because that's going to come okay, up Okay, that's going to come up. We're gonna talk, well, I'll save that. I'll save that thought then. But... Yeah, yeah, save it. Put that in your pocket. <laughs> yeah, put that in your pocket. Put it away. Okay, so this next point is um, Shang-Chi undeservedly obtaining the Ten Rings. Uh, I, I guess. Yeah. Like, um, he, he does get them because his dad now thinks he's worthy, I guess? Yeah, I'm kind of sad that that scene didn't go on longer. I feel like mm. the, it didn't need to have the dragon stuff. I feel like mm. it was cool, but like it kind of took away from what the film was about. It was like, okay, here's this fight between this father and the son that we've been waiting for the whole movie, then to mm. confront each other. And then they do, but it doesn't go on for very long. And then he kind of changed his mind, uh, the dad. And then yeah. you're like, okay, now they're going to team up and fight this monster thing. But no. And then he gets killed straight away. And I'm kind of like, yeah. 
and then we watched like a kind of 20 minute sequence of like these two animated creatures fighting each other and it's kind of like i didn't wasn't expecting the movie to go this way it felt like it kind of moved away from its protagonists and main but hey subverting but... expectation that that's, that's filmmaking 101 that's beautiful that's a, that's a point good defense sure <laughs> I, uh, I do think point... the action scenes are cool though I do think uh, mm. I did think that uh, the next point is CGI battle at the end oh it's it's almost as if you you just mentioned that CGI Literally, battle at yeah. the end um, I'm not <laughs> just... I'm not against that though I'm not against like there being a big dragon CGI fight I just think that yeah we all love kaiju fights yeah exactly I just feel like it could have been I don't know, just had more weight, more connection yeah. to the characters. Yes, more of a connection to what I was watching instead of like the story that you were watching the whole time has been resolved. Now we're just mm. going to watch some two big monsters smash each other for a bit. We have to stop them for a bit. And stop, stop. Do you know what I mean? Instead of like keeping yes. the tension through the story with that. Um, mm. I mean, it's still there. I mean, maybe it's a nitpick, but yeah, I just, I, I think I was more focused on Tony Long and. Sean, uh, Simulu, um, fighting each other, and yeah. that being the resolution of them having a kind of Darth Vader Luke moment. Yeah, no, almost. that's very fair. Because um, yeah. the character stuff I'm more interested in when it comes to this stuff mm. is the character moments, it's the human moments, it's the emotional moments mm. packed with the action. Yeah. That it it's interesting that you just said that because the next point is no emotional connection between the characters. Um, I don't think that's true. I think that I really like uh, Sean and Katie's um, relationship in this mm. movie. I think it was really like honest, truthful, and very just. I just just I really bought them as friends, and yes. obviously there's kind of like a bit of a tension there. I feel. Did you get that as well? I feel like there's kind of a bit of a sexual tension there, particularly. When, I was you know, almost gonna be like, well, no, I was about to say, I liked the fact that they pushed this. No, no. We're just friends. Yeah, yeah, Sort yeah. of thing at the beginning. Just to be like, hey. Yeah. Whatever you make Although she did stare at him for quite a long time when he had his top off. So there's... This is true. Um, but no, I really bought their friendship. I thought, it was really, I thought that was really good. good. And I, I, really liked, I really bought when she was like mad at him for mm. um, uh, like not telling her that, you know, <laughs> essentially his whole life that he was he's yeah. ran away and stuff. Um, Ten years of just lying to her. Yeah, and I... And I like that she come on the journey, and she felt she always felt very useful, mm. um, even though she, you know, she doesn't have powers or anything. I like that they gave her at least like the archery stuff at the end, yeah. um, and driving part of the battle. I mean, she even saves the day, really, and the driving stuff. Yeah. I mean, I like that was also cool because obviously they set it up at the start where she's they're they're doing the um, is it like chaperoning joyriding? Yeah, joy. Yeah, the uh, yeah sh- uh, chaperoning the cars for people, right? Valet, valet. That's it. Valet. Yeah. <laughs> To be in the valets, um, and then she obviously takes the Ferrari. I think it is. Uh, well, anyway, a lovely car, yeah. and just like drives, uh, joy rides everywhere. And he's like, "What are you doing?" You, and you kind of set up that yeah, she's kind of good at driving. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. To have that bus scene after, and then see later on. Yeah, yeah, in the, in the um, woods. Yeah, in the woods and that, which I thought was cool. I, I think it was a really good use of um, bringing that all back. And also, I thought it actually felt really earned and a great payoff that Ben Kingsley comes back. 
I thought that stuff was really cool. I was like, oh, that's that's nice. And, and even though he comes in as like the comic relief, I was all for that because I thought that was a nice payoff after all those years that he'd just been trapped. <laughs> And yeah, <laughs> he'd been a jester essentially, a court jester for uh, uh for, was it? I can't remember the villain's name, but um, yeah, yeah, for for Tony Long, Tony Long, yeah. Okay, the next point is poor choice of music. Did Did you like the music, Charlie? Uh, I actually thought. Oh, okay. I I like the score, mm. but I think they mean like the sort of. Probably like sort the licensed like, song inclusions. The like trappy sort of hip-hop sort of mm. music that was playing um, through some of the I, scenes. Yeah, I felt it reflected quite nicely. Like, it was American-Asian culture and then mm. full Asian culture. I, I thought it was a nice... Um, Ah, what, what's what, like it? It was correct to put it there, sort of thing. Mm. Um, I can understand, like in some of the reviews, some of those choices. Like, I think there's like a big uh, hip hop track that's playing during the bus fight. Yes, so yeah, it kind yeah. of contradicts rather than it's uh, lifts the f- scene itself. But then, of course, you're not paying attention to the music. You're paying attention to the sweet punches and kicks because that's sick. It was so <laughs> cool. I know what you mean, but I do think sometimes that like a. Uh the music can be put there and it's like, oh, we just put it here because it sounds cool. And then it kind of, mm. you can see through that and then it kind of makes it not cool sometimes. Do you know what I mean? Like, you see actions and you're like, oh, I've yeah. kind of seen this done to death. Like, I watched a, I watched a, a scene the other day from like a Jason Statham movie. I think it was like Wild Card or something like that. Mm. And I'd never seen it before. I was just studying like fight scenes in films and just picking up stuff and i think chad stahelski like did some choreographing on that. i might be wrong um i know he did for safe which is another one that i watched but the, i mean the fight wasn't particularly badly shot or like choreographed. Yeah. it was quite well done but it was a film that like got written off and it was interesting because i mean i haven't seen the rest of the movie i've just seen that one fight scene but they play like a kind of rock song over the top and it kind of like felt a bit yeah do you know what I mean nose. a popular? It just feels like sometimes they just chuck these like popular rock songs in, yeah. Um, that people know to like, because like the songs doing all the work, because mm. the songs great. The songs doing all the work as opposed to both these things put together. Mm. Like like the best like an example I can think of is like the five six seven eight playing in Kill Bill. There was like mm. that yeah. whole set piece when, uh. Beatrice Kiddo is like walking around the, um, I forgot what it's called, like a bar, I guess it is. Like a, okay. Like a Japanese bar, I think it is. And mm. um, uh, that music's playing and it it's built up with the tension of her tracking down the people that killed, uh, well, tried to kill her. And whilst that's all happening, like the, the, that music's playing, it fits and it's not something that you particularly would put together in that scene. Yeah, but it works perfectly. It's like one of those perfect moments in films mm. when, like, the music just gels and the visuals are matching the music. Um, and I think sometimes filmmakers can get quite lazy and just sort of chuck, like, oh, here's a cool song that's kind of upbeat. This will work, as opposed to like, yeah. actually crafting the scene around that song. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I... I think sometimes it can be kind of used to just up the ante. Whereas I feel like um, I I felt that a few times in this movie, but I actually thought the score was really good. And I think yeah. a couple of the songs worked. Um, the other track. 
Um, it did feel like at times it was like, it was, I don't know. It was, it felt like, I felt like at times that it was, uh, like, I think the only time we've really heard sort of hip hop's music in, uh, a Marvel movie was like Black Panther. So a lot of it was making me think of Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, it kind of was weird because that was kind of Black Panther's thing. It felt like to me, as opposed to like Guardians, yes. kind of its eighties music. And um, but then I do understand the American Asian thing. I thought that was I, I did like some of the songs that they, they worked, but but yeah, no. Do you see what I'm saying? I feel like um, I do understand that as a criticism from that review, but yeah. there wasn't anything that particularly stood out other than like I think like one song. I remember thinking we've just chucked that in just to yeah. to show the scenery, establish the shots, <laughs> and uh, you know what I mean, sort of thing. Yeah, um, uh, I'm yeah. a lot more forgiving of that sort of thing hmm. since David Ayer's Suicide Squad, <laughs> because really? that was just several short music videos, <laughs> and it was it was ah. Uh... She a has a example. baseball bat. What song shall we play? Hmm. Swing bada bada swing. That's what I mean. That's a prime example of like when it's just like it's yeah, too much. like that. I like the M&M stuff as well. Mm. Oh, dear. And the final one is Brie Larson being present in the after credit scene. Which is, you know, lovely. People, I, yeah, yeah people her. really don't like her. And I haven't done the research to find out why. Yeah, I don't really know why too much either. I don't really keep up with that sort of thing. I think that she's... I think she's great in a lot of movies. I like her mm. in a lot of films. I think people weren't really happy with her as Captain Marvel. Um, but I don't think that's necessarily her fault. Yeah. Um, I... I don't know. But, I, I, I mean, I feel like... I mean, I think she's been great in like, things like Short Term as well. And, mm. uh, I mean, she's been so many great movies. Uh, she's in Scott Pilgrim and stuff. Yeah, I can only assume that it's not her acting because I don't think I've watched anything with her in it and gone, ah, oh, she was terrible in that role. I think she's yeah. always brought a great performance. It and must be room. Sorry to drop it, but room laugh, which she was fantastic in room. Mm. Like, so that was like, I, she was like, ah, oh, she's really good. So it's, it's interesting okay. that people are backtracking that, but sorry. Cut you up, carry yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fine. I kind of finished the point anyway. Mm. Um, I will say though, it, it makes sense that she's there because, of course, they're looping it back into the MCU because there's not a lot of mm. MCU-ness within the MCU apart from the formula yeah. to make the movie. Um, and I'm not going to lie, one of, the, one of the most interesting things for me personally happened in that end credit scene, and that's the fact that Bruce Banner was Bruce Banner yeah. and not Hulk. What's, yeah. why, wasn't he, why wasn't he still Hulky? Uh, Professor Hulk. Seems like they've given up on? that idea. Uh, <laughs> Seems like we're going to go back to the Hulk in the next one. I think there was rumours that he was on set of one of the shows, the upcoming shows. Would that be Miss Marvel? I think it was She Hulk. I think it was Moon Knight. Oh, Moon Knight. Apparently. I might be wrong. There was a rumour that he was spotted on set. But... Ooh. Very interesting. I like the sounds. Mm. But yeah, it makes sense why she was there. You, you got a weird, some r- weird rings that are strange in origin and are letting out a mysterious sound. Well, just to, sorry to go back to that, actually, that would make mm-hmm. sense now I think about it if Bruce Banner was in the Moon Knight show. Because doesn't Moon Knight have, like, bipolar or something? 
isn't he? He's got some yes. mental health. Yeah, issues. I believe so. He's got. He's got. And some I guess sort of mental... Banner could help with him in terms of controlling mm. his. I don't know. Maybe his mental health issues because Banner has yeah, yeah. Obviously anger issues. But I don't know. That could be. Yeah, it was already established in team Iron Man three. I think it was Iron Man three where it turns out the entire thing was has been Tony Stark like getting counselling from Bruce Banner. Yeah. 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 Okay, next review. Uh, this was originally longer, but I'm going to shorten it because... But I'm going to shorten it on the fly. Yeah. <laughs> this is from Armand White. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings is sly, globalist trash. Marvel Disney shamelessly attempt to repeat the same segregation Bonanza it pulled off with the silly ethnic hoax Black Panther. Problem is, Black Panther's relatively novel concept imagined the faux-African kingdom, Wakanda, whereas Shang-Chi pilfers from already familiar and much more original and artistic Chinese martial arts genre movies, reducing them to the level of Marvel junk. Hmm. Going straight for the throat in that opening yeah. of that critical review. I mean, it's kind of similar to that first review, isn't it? Saying that it's just taking the tropes and not necessarily doing anything new with it. Sticking that kind of Marvel sheen over it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I must admit, I, uh, look, I was quite looking forward to this before it came out because I was thinking... Okay, here's Marvel's opportunity here to put martial art flicks back on the map. Here. To put mm. kung fu movies back on the map. And I, hopefully it has still done that because a lot of people like this movie. But I feel like it was more it was more focused on those Marvelisms. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Those than it was on the the kung fu side of things. It was more it was more looking for the iconography, I felt mm. like, than that stuff, yeah. than trying to do anything too new with it. Yeah. Um, I also feel... So I am a bit ignorant to the character. Um, Shang-Chi, from my, I, from my limited knowledge, he is the Marvel martial arts master. Mm. Like, people run away from him, not because he has superpowers, but he can just lay out anybody. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I believe in the comic books, uh, Spider-Man loses his spidey, spidey sense, so he gets trained by Shang-Chi to come up with a new fighting style, That's cool. so he can still just kick ass. That's cool. But part of me feels like they took the, the universe's best martial artist and were like, Hey, we need to give him something we can market and sell to the kids. Mm. Have ten bracelets. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I actually thought the bracelets were, the rings were better <laughs> than I thought they was gonna be. When I first yes. saw, like, I think the second trailer, I think it was, and it was a lot of like the CGI Doctor Strange looking stuff. Mm. I was kind of like, ah, oh, that's a shame because I'd like to be a bit more like hand to hand, a little bit more grounded. In that sense. Yeah. Um, but I did kind of enjoy some of the use of them. They look cooler than I thought they was going to be. I thought it was going to look a bit yes. silly. 
Yeah, they got like the weird force fieldy energy yeah. going on. It's pretty but, cool. But I just, I just thought it was a shame. I feel like we could have really like delved into the the martial arts stuff, and I feel like it could have been like a really fun, uh, like the way that the, the Matrix brought back, like that brought like uh, kung fu movies to the Western audiences. I yeah. feel like this was the perfect opportunity to do that and then make it like full Crouching Tiger and Dragon. I think it had elements of that. Yes. Um, or like Iron Monkey. I feel like it could have been elements of that, but I feel like we, you could have gone in more. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, hire Yun Ping or do you know what I mean? Just like mm-hmm, to, to, mm-hmm. Co- to coordinate the fight. So just, just go in on it. But, like, you know, I mean, that necessarily wasn't the story they wanted to tell, maybe. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, I just, I was a little bit guy with that, especially with people like Michelle Yeoh who is an absolute legend um yeah martial art legend if you want to check out some of michelle Yeoh's best stuff check out super cop which is police story three with jackie chan mm. um where she gets a bike and about a bike she rides it onto a moving train a train oh that's and where that scene that's yes that scene. Yeah, and yeah. she misses it she misses it. Yeah. yeah, it's uh, you know, in uh, is it Hot Fuzz where they go super cop, the cop that can't be stopped. That's that's, that's the film. Ah, uh, um, okay. Yeah, check that out. That's one of my favorite. Like Michelle, like Michelle Yeoh in that is just the stunts that her and Jackie do in that movie are insane. It's such a great. Movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, I was expecting loads of that. I know she's like, older now and stuff, but um, I mean, she was still cool to see her and t- especially Tony Lung as well. He's been a lot of like one car Wai movies. Um, some of my favourite films of all time. He's been in, he's been like hard boiled with John Woo, uh, uh, directed by John Woo and starring Chang and Fat. Um, and I was excited to see more of. I wanted to see more of that, but instead we got good performances out of them instead. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I, it's tough to say. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I thought it was fun. I think maybe I had a different movie in my head that I wanted. And maybe that was yeah. kind of why I find some of these things hard to get too excited about. Like other people got really excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, like I had a good time enjoying it, but mm. I think I was like, oh, I really wanted to see more. Like, and I thought what we did get was good. I was that's why I was kind of like, oh, that's good. I we could do more of that. That was that was fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I can't yeah. remember what the review now now was. <laughs> uh, it kind of went back into what you were saying oh, about tribes, Black Panther. Right? Oh right, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The review itself—it was like that comparison where Black Panther, of course, was this uh, African-inspired, and so they put the African music and uh, rap, uh, black music into that film to give it that. But it was much more. Ah, uh, it, it was more complete, I guess, and it had a better representation. Whilst this yeah. attempts to do that but less successfully because it pushes more for a Marvel sheen than a Asian representation yeah. sheen. I think it's because Black Panther also has like a stronger message as well and like a bigger mm. conflict um, with um, Michael B. G- B. Jordan's character. Mm. Um, what's the name of the character now? Oh my God, my brain is... Killmonger. Now. Killmonger. Killmonger, of course. Um, yeah, so like that, his whole motive and stuff, like you totally understood... Whereas, like, yeah, you, t- you understand Tony Long's um, motives, but you kind of also, like, he's always been a bit of a dick anyway. He, he yeah. only kind of changed because the mum was so nice. Uh, yeah. I guess. Um, yeah. I did really yeah. like the 
young family scenes where they're like doing the the dance mat stuff and that like they're being a little family. That was like, good. Oh, I like that. That oh, was that's... nice. But then like there wasn't enough of that mm. t- to warrant the character connection to warrant the sudden change in direction for me. Yeah. Personally. What was I going to say? I was going to say um so this is the second I think character origin film since Infinity War. So you've got Here we go. Uh Captain Marvel and then this. I believe if I'm if I'm mistaken. Do you think I'm mistaken? Wait, so that again? So after Infinity War, yeah, we got Captain Marvel and that was an origin film. Yeah. And then since then there's been nothing up until right now. And part of that is because of the the climate and the fact that films weren't being released. Um, but my point is, I don't think Marvel should do origin films. Yeah, and I think that was actually, funny enough, I do think Black Widow feels like one in a weird way. I think no, no, no. It's Black popular. Widow feels like a, a sequel to a film we never got to see. Yeah, yeah, that is, that is true. Yeah, <laughs> it's, oh, yeah it's true. Um, I, yeah, and c- to kind of link back to that review about Black Panther, I think that that, having like, the side character introduction and then giving them their solo film afterwards. Big brain. That is Mm. a big brain move that that's just how they should do it now. Mm. Yeah, it's tough, isn't it? Because I do think it's important that obviously this character, this Asian American character, the first sort of Marvel superhero leading Asian character is... Mm you know, having its own origin story. But I feel like you can still do that, but make it, just make it more, mm. d- just well, different. Just, just, just give, give it to, I just, yeah. I just feel like, they still feel like another Marvel movie. And I think the problem I've had with it is that this is, this is, this is my issue. I think we're going to go back to the, the superhero fatigue, I'm afraid. And oh, that is the next review. The next review. Oh, shall I wait please. to the next review? Okay, right. Wait for the next say the next review. review. Go say the next. Wait review. for the next review. Wait Go for on. the next review. Um, and because I, I cut you off there, I've forgotten whatever point I was going to bring up. So let's do the next review. Let's, next let's just go. One out of ten. Casual movie nerd. Title. Martin Scorsese was so right. <laughs> That's funny. Martin Scorsese called most of these generic MCU movies theme park movies. And this movie is perfect example of that. There are some great MCU movies, but seems like Marvel isn't even trying to separate themselves from theme park stigma when they make movies like this. Right, this is my problem. I can finally say it now. You can my finally problem is, say it. is that you have Endgame. Yes. You have Avengers Endgame. This big epic finale end. to the first phase of Marvel. Well, not the first phase of Marvel. Wherever, wherever it is mm. of Marvel, right? Um, the, the phase that we know, the heroes that we yeah. know, that we grew up with. Now, if if Marvel want to continue, I mean, I uh, I mean, these are doing well, so maybe I'm wrong. But if Marvel wants to continue doing these things, I feel like they need to give us something great and different. Mm. Whereas from what I've seen this year so far, with the exception of maybe a couple of the shows, 
it's all been very much the same what we've had before. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's the same sort of stuff. There's nothing, there's no real risks being taken, I feel like. They they all feel the same. They all kind of go through the same beats. I feel like they, I feel like we really need just like, I don't know what it is. Even if you, ha- I'm really intrigued to see how someone like Sam Raimi is going to come across with working with Marvel. Mm. Because I think the only people that have really shown how different, like the, the sort of auteurs, if you will, that you can see their distinct style and they feel very different to the other stuff. I like the James Gunn stuff and the Taika Waititi. Yeah, it's the uh, um, prolific directors. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it needs, I feel like they need to do kind of, I know it sounds weird, but I think DC are starting to try and do this now. And that's like mm. hire just really good inventive directors and then just letting them do, tell the story they want to tell. Like yeah. James Wan doing Aquaman or, um, because I feel like, like regardless of what you think of that movie, it's such a James Wan movie. Mm. It's so insane and like the shots and it's, it, it's bonkers and so much happens. And then you have like, obviously they've got Matt Reeves doing the Batman and then they have James Gunn doing the Suicide Squad where he, he got, he said in interviews as well, he got way more free reign than he did in the yeah, Marvel yeah. stuff. And that totally showed. He really got to, I feel like it was a proper superhero film we haven't had in a while. It was mm. something that like felt fresh again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, we haven't had that from Marvel in so long. And I think the more DC, but it's crazy. Cause obviously like Shang-Chi has done so well. Yeah. Um, I think I'm wrong. Like Shang-Chi is a decent movie, right? Just, in my opinion on it it's a decent movie it's just another Marvel movie to me and I think that's that's yeah. one of my problems lies whereas at least Suicide Squad is like something different but Shang-Chi made has made lots of money and Suicide mm. Squad hasn't didn't make that much money so it's yeah. kind of like I mean with that it's to say isn't it yeah the, with that it's uh, Suicide Squad was, Suicide Squad was bad so the the general audience was going if that one was bad, why the fuck would I watch the sequel? Because to the That's general true. viewer, that is true. it was just the sequel. Like new and it's Marvel and they can count on Marvel. Exactly. That's, yeah. That's exactly what I want to yeah, hone down right. on because Martin Scorsese compared this to uh, the MCU to theme park rides, which makes a lot of sense. It's got its ups and downs, but at the end of the day, it's just eye candy. Um, yeah. I, I almost feel... <laughs> Marvel is a fast food restaurant. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. In the way that they're using the same ingredients and maybe like throwing on a sauce or a piece of bacon and calling it a new thing. <laughs> yeah, I see what you mean. That's a funny While, comparison. Whilst, as you just, uh, with the comparison to DC, DC are just like, rooting around in the dump- dumpster just trying to find anything and being it like works. hey yeah. boom <laughs> here's a suicide squad by david ayer oh man that, that wasn't great okay let's see what else is in here what hey, food here's... company would you describe them as so let's say if, if 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 marvel is mcdonald's what is what is dc <laughs> dc is some like experimental um oh who's who's the the guy that makes like hot ice cream and all that stuff. The do you remember oh, that? Cream. He's like a very famous chef. Um, ah, oh, what's his name? I can't remember his Guy name. Guy Ferrer. 
Ferreira? No, it's not Guy Ferreira. It, it's like a big show. I'll, I'll put a picture on... Yeah, if yeah, you're yeah. watching on YouTube, you get to see who I mean. <laughs> Everyone else, including Charlie, doesn't get to know who no. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like the high-end experimental. Maybe it will work. Maybe maybe it won't. Who knows? But yeah. you'll at the end of it, you'll have an experience. It's like whilst... that shop in... Sorry, it's like that shop in... There's that new restaurant place mm-hmm. in Leicester Square. If you've seen it, it's right next to the Odeon... Uh, the big Odeon where they have the premieres and stuff. Okay. I, I feel it's like Goobly? Goobly? Or something. I, I, need to, I can't remember the name of it. I'll, I'll figure it out. But if it, people know what I'm talking about, right? Because on the the sign, it says burgers, chicken, spaghetti. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, I want to go just because like, I've never right. thought burgers, chicken. Yeah, that's I get that yeah, together, yeah. right? That's spaghetti. Spaghetti. Random. Really, hmm. I really want to... Right, it's called like Jube. I can't remember the name, but I guess that's what DC is. <laughs> yeah. But Marvel, it's fast food. It's, hey, if you go to your, to your local KFC, Burger King, McDonald's, insert other fast food restaurant, like, you know, if you like that restaurant, you know that you can go for anything on that menu... And you'll have at least a semi-decent time. That's Marvel. <laughs> and that's yeah. what Marvel has made themselves into to the general public, which is why Shang-Chi, I feel, is still doing very well and is like holding the box office uh, weekends and stuff currently. Because people are going to see it because they expect to come out of it with at least a good experience. Like It may not be top-tier Infinity War, it might That's be true. It's less of a risk for them paying their cinema ticket to go. I exactly. Guess, it? It's like, like the worst it guaranteed. will be is what Thor two. I think that's universally said to be the worst one. Or Ant Man and the Wasp. I, know I think Ant Man and the Wasp like is worse. But but like if that's the worst quality you're getting, yeah, that, that's still worth a, a cinema price to yeah, yeah. to see if they shot themselves in the foot or not. No, that's true. Um, Whereas I, it's, I, I guess it's like the same sense that A twenty four is that for like independent movies, mm. you know, you have like the film fans that go, you know they see A twenty four and everyone goes crazy and they're gonna go see everyone's gonna go see they're all gonna go see the new A twenty four film, whereas like everyone the general audience is all gonna go see the new Marvel film because it's like that you said it's guaranteed at least half a good time. Do you know what I mean it's exactly? Like, and also like ev- it's also got that thing now where it's become it's a giant TV series. Well, like, yes. and, and oh, yeah, everyone on the planet's connected. involved, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or it's like everyone's part of this giant TV series that everyone's watching and everyone wants to feel a part of it. And I imagine, like, the kids at school now all want to watch the new Marvel film so they can talk about how things all mesh up, as I did when mm. The Avengers came out in 2012. Yeah. And especially because that. of that internet interconnected movie universe, like, you kind of have to watch the film anyway because the sequel to this part of the conversation yeah it's going to be yeah. part of it it's got like the next doctor strange like in the in the spider-man the the oh, what's it called no way home is that what it's called yeah no way home yeah in no way home in the trailers we see wong leave to go through the portal and like just through that window it looks like very asian themed mm. like it's got the the roof style that is quite prevalent in that culture. So is that something to do with Shang-Chi? Because now we've seen this movie and we know, hey, the Ten Rings. So maybe he's going somewhere 
to like research more. But if you now go into Spider-Man uh, No Way Home without knowing that, you're going to miss out on that detail. Mm. And suddenly you're at a disadvantage because you didn't pay the X amount three months ago or however long until Spider-Man. Duh. So it's like... And even like in this movie, Abomination, who... By the way, right, can we just mention how that Abomination Wong fight, it's literally just the stuff from the trailer, which is what all of us were mad about in Amazing Spider-Man 2 with Rhino. <laughs> yeah, that was so was, annoying. I was like, at least, yeah. I was like, oh, we're going to get Tim Roth. Oh, Tim Roth's going to come back. And it's, uh, no, it was just a little fight. I mean, I did like the, the CGI was closer to the look of, the like Harry looks in the comics, but it was kind of yeah. like, oh, like, uh, just, I, I guess I don't know. It's just, it's, I guess they, they do it because they can, but it was kind of frustrating because obviously, particularly to put it in. Do you know what? It would have been cool if they didn't put it in the trailer. Yes, I wouldn't have minded because it'd been a nice little surprise. But the fact they put mm. it in the trailer, it makes everyone think there's more to it than yeah. what there is. Do you know what I mean? So. Well, yeah, because it turned it into a nice little surprise for the people who watched. The, Incredi- the Incredible Hulk? That's yeah. that one, right? The Incredible- yeah. So it was for people that had watched The Incredible Hulk and weren't sure if they were going to watch Shang-Chi, and then suddenly there was this shot, and so-, so all of the people that had seen The Incredible Hulk and weren't sure if they were going to see Shang-Chi, now we got bums in seats. Yeah, exactly. Ah. Ah. Anyway, right. I'm, I'm out of time. I'm out of time. There was another one saying Sim Wu, like, did gave a wooden performance. You're wrong. He did great. He did great with what he was given. But that's, but, but, you know, what he was given wasn't a hundred percent. Hey Charles, yep, my good friend, who who we have done this together for for many for, for nearly two years, maybe nearly three years. I maybe nearly time. three. Yeah. <laughs> time is a time is a broad concept. Yeah. Uh, is Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings awful? Mm, awful's a strong word. Mm. Is this McDonald's hamburger awful? <laughs> I'm going to go with... Is the... This movie, ah, I'm gonna say and many it's... others, of late, I've Mediocre. wanted us to have like a, a, like a four scale. Yeah. Like, not yeah. five. But like no, I think we need a three scale. scale. Like everyone we need else. Awesome, awful, and yes, right. No, no, I hate, I hate middle. I don't want a fence. I yeah. hate the fence. <laughs> you and you and Sean kept trying to bring in a fence. And I don't want it. Okay. I want like a an awful, bad, good, awesome four. So at the minimum, you have to be like, it wasn't great, sort of thing. I was disappointed, so. I lean more towards the awful than awesome. Fair. But I wouldn't call it awful. You know what I mean? Okay. It's not. It's, it, it's like I said. It's a. It's a. It's a kind of mid-tier Marvel film for me. Yeah. Um, and I wish. I just hoped it was gonna be more of a. Fighty. Maybe it's my own problem. And yeah, kids. and I think it's kind of the structure of it's a bit messy. I find it's a bit all over the place, and I'm just kind mm-hmm. of a bit done with all the Marvel stuff. I need something really new to make me. To, mm. to bring guess back what? in. And we're getting Spider-Man. We, so. we don't. We get Spider-Man, we get Eternals, we get Hawkeye, and then the year's done. 
yeah, and we've but, already had so much this year. Yeah. But yeah, hopefully, hopefully, yeah, hopefully it's. Um... In fairness, it's because they didn't release anything for basically a year. So then they were like, "Hey, 2021, you're getting all of the 2020 stuff as well as the stuff we'd already planned for 2021." Yeah, <laughs> smush. They have a potential um, to it for the sequel to be better, well, like really good. So, yeah, so. I think whatever Shang Chi is in next, that character will be like so much better. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, I yeah, I feel like because it's. It's got to do a lot. It's got to introduce Shang-Chi. It needs to be an origin story. And mm. this kaiju stop your dad from ending the world. World ending stakes again. I thought mm. we'd moved past this. Yeah. I, I really... And it's just too much crammed in. And so nothing gets like the depth that we we want. We want good. And especially with like... 95% of Wonder, Loki. I know a lot of people loved uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Like, so we've seen some really good stuff. And now we've had Black Widow and this, and it's like, what? What's going on? How can Why the movie stuff be not as good? As yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, uh, well, no, it makes sense. You've, they've got longer time, and like, but it, uh, they were, it's But they've been more creative still, odd. though. They're still trying mm. to do more weird things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a big old fucking dragon in this. It's yeah, a big old fucking so. dragon. Yeah. That, that said, like, several films ago, big old fucking dragon would have really, like, blown some brains. And it would be like, holy shit! But, like, we've seen space. We, we've seen all the... That's it. Post-Endgame, we've else. seen like, so much stuff. It's we've like, seen all the shit. So it's like, oh, yeah, it's the same shit, gone but back a different again. coat of paint. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, I will say, I watched this film twice. Uh, the first time I came out of the f- out of it, and I literally had the exact same. Well, not maybe not exact same, but I thought it was very mid. It was meh. It it was so mid. It was so like I don't know why I didn't enjoy this more. Mm. Um, but then the second time, I guess because I knew what I was going into, it was a more enjoyable experience. I was able to look past some of the the things that I subconsciously hadn't liked if that mm. makes sense yeah okay. so even though i just berated you and sean for having like a fence first time i came out of the cinema i was on that fence i yeah. was like why don't yes, i like this film now i'm leaning on the other side and that can and, and it cancels out is shang chi awful you won't find out here <laughs> it's not awful it's just it could have been better could it's not awesome it's not awful could have been better for somehow, somehow, less Marvel formula, more director and Asian representation. But like actual good representation as opposed to, hey, let's make everything Asian and because, just because. Yeah, yeah. Just, just let, let's, it was weird. It was so odd, Charlie. It was so odd. Well, I don't think there's anything wrong with that per se. It's more just like this this do something different instead of like mm. just just fall into the same tropes and just like let's actually like try and move on from the other marvel stuff we've done and like create some new exciting uh ip yeah but as we just said it's all part of the same franchise it's all got to be interconnected so it's got it got can't be too dissimilar because if it's 
they, they can't suddenly do a, a massive wild thing because then they'll lose people. And then what if people think that it's like this wild thing that they didn't like? Oh, no, money. Uh. Hey, Charlie. Yeah. What do you double bill this with? Uh, I've been thinking about this. And I, I think the crashing tiger is like the boring answer. Crash tiger, hidden dragon. Okay. Um, okay. It's got a kind of clear reference. I'm going to go with a movie that I really like called Iron Monkey. Uh, mm-hmm. Directed by Yoon Mo Ping, and it's essentially about a kind of Robin Hood type character, the Iron Monkey, who uh, gets captured, and it's kind of like a passing on story to like the young Iron Monkey, who's like his son. Yeah. Um, so it's got that kind of father son thing going on in it. It's a great martial art flick. Some of the, some amazing fight scenes. Um, I mean, yeah, just. An all-round blast. I mean, check that movie out. I mean, I think it came out like 2002, I think it was. Um, I have no idea. <laughs> Iron Monkey, but I definitely would recommend it. Yeah, yeah, have, you yeah. seen, have you seen Iron Monkey? No, I have, no, 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 it came out. 993, that's yes. a lot earlier than what you just said. I'm yes, going to go <laughs> but it's with... It's sick. It's so sick. Okay, good. Yeah. Good, good, good. I like it when, when you say a film sick. Normally it's actually sick. <laughs> I appreciate that. Sometimes you say it's sick, and then I watch it and go, hmm, it was mildly sick. <laughs> I felt queasy, not sick. God damn it, Charlie. I'm going to go... Donnie Yen's in it, by the way, just to clarify. Oh, okay. That's, yeah. that's cool. That's cool. That's, that's very cool. Get, get a bit of, get a bit yeah. of Donnie Yen in there. Yeah. I'm going to say Rush Hour slash Rush Hour 2 because of that main character, side character, dynamic duo... Uh, relationship, which I feel is it's kind of similar to this, where you've got Jackie Chan, uh, Simu, as like the punchy, kicky guy, and then you got mm. Aquafina and Chris Rock. Who's Chris Rock? Yeah, no, no, the, no, Chris Tucker. Sorry, Chris Tucker. Uh, as that more like comedic relief, but also quite serious. Like doesn't quite get it. Doesn't understand what's going on. It's good times. I feel like that would work. Would that work? I've not seen Rush Hour in so long. But I feel, it just occurred to me. I was like, hey, I want a Jackie Chan film because I feel like that would work. Because it's especially like that time period where he was in America. So he had to do American movies. But he wanted to introduce that Asian spice to it all. And they were like, no. (laughs) Rush Hour is an interesting one. Because it's like, the he didn't get to do the free reign of some of the action that he could do Jackie Chan in it. So some of it's like not as cut as well as the stuff he did in Hong Kong and stuff in China. Mm. Um, but the, but Shanghai noon is more. Oh like yeah. Get some Shanghai noon. Yeah. Shanghai night. I remember I recommended them before guys. I hope you, I used to love it. rush hours kid. The rush hours are so much fun. I watched them recently. I still really enjoy them, but they have kind of dated in terms of their like ah. joke, jokes and stuff. But, Okay, um, ignore Rush Hour. I know, I mean, still but it's, but it's, but it's, I mean, of its time. But Shang, yeah, Shanghai Noon, Shanghai Night. I, I love those. They were great. I had to rewatch those. I think I have the DVD somewhere. It might be. I think I know where it is, and it's not here. <laughs> if not, I've got it on DVD. Happy days. Right, Charlie, we're done here. Please tell the people where they can find more of us if they so desire to do so. They can find us. On Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Patreon. Your favorite films all. 
and they can find us on Twitter at FabFilmsAll. Hmm. I believe that is everything. I believe that is everything. It's everything because your favorite awful pop on Twitter at FabFilmsAll. Yeah, basically. Uh, yeah, send us messages, like, favorite this video, like, favorite those messages, uh, comments, give us clues on what you want. Even though by the time we give it to you, you won't want it anymore. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's how it works. Listener, watcher, I have hope that you've had a splendid day, a splendid week, because we only see each other weekly. So I hope that you've had a great day. Unless you're watching all of these at, like, one after the other, which, hey, well done, thank you. Give us those views, <laughs> well, happy days. Thank you very much. <laughs> hope you've had a good time. Bye-bye. See you next time. Bye-bye. 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 Take care. <laughs> Bye-bye.